1: January's already over. Should I get the bells out? Should I just scare you guys already? Because today we we'll start shopping for Christmas now. So this is <laughs> and this is the i guess, okay. I, the package I got in. it just really good sound. Anyway, i feels good and fun, I guess. I mean, New Year's technically, is it over? Is it here? Is it done? Are we done? Anyway, happy new year. Uh, welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday, and January 8th. Uh, here we go, Wednesday, Wednesday. Lots of news, lots of information. Um, we are going to educate you in just a moment about what is happening with the state of Arizona's health department's medical marijuana program. Yeah. Um, so far, Cannabis King is not here right now. Ooh. But a big shout out to uh, Grand Island. Everybody over there running their little cold brains out. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Another year, 2020. And yeah, I guess it's probably good to put the the 2020, not just 20, because you could... Why would you want to make something old? <laughs> so,
0: who knows?
1: Who knows? Strange little creatures we are. Human beings are funny little beings. All right. Uh, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. First, let's give a shout-out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 486 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. We are the... Least expensive. I'm not going to say cheapest because we are high quality. <laughs>
0: um,
1: certifications right now. There's a special happening, and it's just two thirty nine oh. for two years. We didn't raise our prices at all. In fact, we them. We've been lower since this happened. So come get certified. And uh, what's the list of uh, conditions you can get certified for? You might be wondering. Well. It's PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy and probably most other seizures, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which we know can be a whole host of things, and there are very many, there are a ton of different types of Alzheimer's, Uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, uh, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Uh, and you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or uh, debilitating disease or medical condition. So if you're having to take medications for something and they're causing you migraines or nausea or whatever they're causing that's on this list, you can get certified for that as well. Approval is easy, but the state of Arizona's website isn't. (laughs) Even they'll admit it. Seriously. I called them. So here's what's going on with the state of Arizona. Uh, Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the front page there. You scroll down a little bit after you get through our introduction. um, There's a message. There's a message from the state of Arizona's health department. Now when you come get certified, you pay all your fees, we take your picture, and we process it, we send everything to the state of Arizona electronically, and they're telling everybody that you should receive two emails from the state of Arizona's health department. So the first one will be your approval email. say. I don't know. What said. Well, the, the horrible thing it says is your card is coming in the mail and it isn't, which I already told them about. And they're like, well, our IT department's trying to fix things. Okay, well, things are still not fixed. So what we did was we put on our front page of our website and the certification section uh, directions on how to get it done. Yeah, you're welcome. So if you only receive the one approval email, check your junk and spam folders first might be there. Uh, If you receive the email stating your approval um, and you don't get the and nothing's in your junk and spams and you don't get a link, click on the link that we have on our website. It will take you to the state of Arizona's website, uh, new tab right there, and it takes you to a login page and you go, well I don't know, okay right, I know you don't know this. So back to the instructions, Um, click Forgot password. So when you click, I forgot my password, it's going to ask for your username, which they don't tell you, but they told me your username is your email. So just put your email in, hit enter, and you will automatically get the email that you're supposed to get from the state of Arizona Department the first time. It's a little tricky, but it's what they told me to tell you guys to do. So that's what we're going to do. And please welcome to the show, Cannabis Kids
0: good morning
1: everybody how are you I'm good.
0: happy
2: new year, happy new year. Happy
1: new year.
0: I, yeah
2: it's um starting off um this year's starting off quite busy um but i'm liking it i'm sorry i couldn't be there with you guys this morning or last our last uh wednesday um but things are going great um other than in our worldly news but um other than yeah. that, I, I think it just came on right now, um, and you were talking about the card. Is this the virtual card? Uh, the
1: Yeah, virtual. Know, the I love it. The virtual card. Yes, yeah. It's a virtual card. And I think, actually, I think they're going to send us a pair of virtual sunglasses we have to put on and wear it.
0: <laughs>
2: so,
1: yeah, it's exactly it, it. The a virtual
2: card. Yeah, I guess it would be more of a
0: digital card.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. It's it's electronic, it's in your email and we were just explaining yeah. the process because uh the state of Arizona has not set up their website in a user-friendly manner whatsoever. So we just stuck it on our front page and it's very easy to do, very self-explanatory. Um and it's an easy access. Now, everybody in the entire program that has ever received a card before and has an email registered with the state of Arizona got a link, or supposedly got one sent to them. Uh, at random times, because like the state of Arizona told me, their IT department is having technical difficulties with their program. So they're getting out the first email, but not the second one. So. Regardless of that, irregardless, um, did you hear that uh, several Illinois dispensaries have already run out of recreational weeds? Yeah, man, that's awful. The first day of recreational cannabis sales in Illinois generated $3.2 million. By the close of business on January 2nd, sales had leapt to $5.5 million. Total retail transactions are climbing into the hundreds of thousands by any measure. The start of legal retail in Illinois has been an absolute frenzy, and several Illinois dispensaries are already tapping out. Many shops have already run out of recreational weed while others are taking a day off to give staff a reprieve from serving the thousands of customers who've been lining up outside the doors. (laughs) Uh, Monday's hiatus, however, uh, won't last long. Dispensaries low on stock expect to resume sales to recreational customers later this week, and stores uh, that still have flour and other products on their shelves will reopen for business tomorrow. (laughs) Midway Dispensary in Garfield, yeah, that's crazy. So, okay, so my, my thought was when they said um, <laughs> they're going to reopen later next week, what, where are they going to go get their weed? Like next door? They're going to go to the next the, day. They're like, oh, dude, we ran a We ran a weed, man. <laughs> you can just imagine. The first day of recreational cannabis. Yeah
2: is, okay, so we're seeing this, you know, time after time, we're seeing a state get, uh, you know, um, get their recreational marijuana. And Mm -hmm. they're able to, you know, and we're hearing all these, you know, they line up and everything like that. And, you know, they're selling out and they're making millions and millions of dollars. So one thing that I don't know is uh, how much are the companies or these dispensaries taxed? And how much is money is, giving, is getting being back to, like, community and things like that? Now, I've, I know we've heard that in Denver and how, or in Colorado, and we've been hearing how much help it's been on the impact of the community, homelessness, mm-hmm. uh, school, and things like that. Um, is there anything that says, you know, how much that these dispensaries are being taxed, like how much of that money is going to be going back in?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure exactly where you would find that, but I would imagine that that's, um, that's findable. My question is where are they getting their weed? Is it tested? Is it good quality? And, you know, is it their closing shop and coming back tomorrow and then, or later this week where, so in the next couple of days they're going to gather up as much weed as possible. Um, yeah. Where is it coming from? Is it moldy? Does it have bugs? Is it, um yeah is it filled with you know really bad chemicals because you know They're it's one thing soda. to it's yeah. one thing to roll out a, a you know a medical or you know, recreational program but just to let it go like haywire without checking things of course we don't know we haven't read their um their literature on what their what their program requires because maybe it does um Maybe it does require that they test. Who knows? Anyway, that's all. I, that's really what I'm concerned about. As long as they're getting good quality weed, um, you know. And I'm sure they've been you know, preparing for this for some time. And I'm sure there are people out there with continuous grows, <laughs> you know. So
0: you
1: know, I says. The first day of recreational cannabis sales in Illinois generated nearly $3.2 million. By the close of business, January 2nd sales was left to 5.5. Monday, okay, Midway Dispensary, um, Uptown's Dispensary 33, THC Dispensary on the near west side. These are just some of the Chicago area dispensaries that ran out of recreational weed on Sunday, just the fifth day of legal sales in Illinois. Wow, day five and they're out of weed. Demand for legal weed has depleted stocks of recreational marijuana products across the state, but especially in the Chicago community areas. And it's not just that consumer interest exceeds dispensaries' projections. Besides that, Illinois Illinois cultivators haven't had much time to grow for the recreational market. Illinois regulators only awarded the first recreational grow license last summer. Okay, well... So last summer, what is it, January? Mm, Well, if they were growing autos, you know what I'm saying? If they grew a bazillion auto plants, they could have a good little crop here, but uh, who knows? They could have a good harvest by last summer, Till now. With the recreational marijuana supply chain still developing, stores have quickly run out of flour. Some shops, um, like the Midway dispensary that sits. Just blocks from Chicago Midway International Airport still have concentrates, edibles, and vape cartridges in stock. But to comply with the state law, uh, shops that have officially run out of flour have uh, have had to suspend recreational marijuana sales entirely. Oh, so that's weird. If they don't have flour on hand, they can't sell the rest of whatever they have. Wow. Oh, under what Illinois' medical marijuana law, dispensaries authorized to sell medical cannabis must maintain a 30-day inventory of products at all time for patients. The rule gives priority to medical cannabis patients to ensure disruptions in the supply chain or a surge in recreational sales do not hinder access to needed medication. Well, they just did. They just totally stopped recreational sales. They still have edibles and vapes, and concentrates, maybe some people don't want flour, and that's what they have been using, and they still have that, so that's really weird. Don't you think that's weird?
2: I think it's wow. really weird. I think it's that's yeah. really interesting that they would have that kind of rule, because it doesn't yeah. allow, like you said, it doesn't allow them to sell the rest of their products.
1: Yep, it says other dispensaries are crying uncle, even though they haven't yet run out of recreational products since legal retail sales began January 1st. Shops have had to manage a never-ending string of customers. Dispensary staff have been working 14-hour shifts, serving in some cases upward of uh, 10,000 customers each day. Since and as a result, some Illinois dispensaries like those, yeah, like those in Lakeview, Elmwood Park, Rockford, and Champaign are closing up shop on Monday to give staff the day off. Without a doubt, the lines will be waiting for them when they open again on Tuesday. Wow. Okay. Illinois. Well I, well, I mean, that's crazy. That's just that is that's crazy. Just cra- is that well, can you possible? imagine? Well, I don't even know, but I, I'm sure that, you know, once recreational, if recreational gets uh, legalized here... Uh, Whenever, at some point, um, people are going to come screaming out of their closets to get their weed. It's going to be a madhouse. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, anywho, wow. Well, as far as testing goes, so here's a little short note from azmarijuana.com. Arizona Council submits new marijuana testing guidelines the ADHS for 2020. So, as we know, they're supposed to be starting testing um, officially in November of this year. I thought that, and uh, I'm pretty sure I know someone else that thinks this and pretty much knows that the dispensaries were supposed to have been testing already. They could have gotten a lot of trouble for not. I'm pretty sure that was written into the initiative. Anyway... Mandatory testing of medical marijuana in Arizona starts November 2020. This week, a state-appointed council submitted its recommendation uh, for testing requirements to the Arizona Department of Health Services. According to the council, traces of some contaminants like residual solvents, microbial growth, heavy metals, and even some pesticides on medical marijuana will be permitted to be sold at dispensaries. The ADHS will release the council's report to the general public in the coming days. Phoenix New Times reported the ADHS has moderated the meetings held by the council. The council has suggested that Arizona follow Oregon's strict marijuana testing regulations regarding pesticides. Oregon has an extensive list of banned pesticides. 18 residual and toxic substances should be banned from marijuana uh, sold in Arizona for the council's recommendation. Furthermore, they recommend that Marijuana should be tested for certain heavy metals, such as arsenic, lead, and mercury. However, marijuana could still be sold uh, by dispensaries if it contains tiny amounts of these heavy metals. Quote, the council took its job very seriously and recommended high science uh, that will be good for medical uh, patients in uh, Arizona, said George Griffith of Arizona Cannabis Laboratory Association. A public comment period will be held in 2020. The ADHS will then write the state's final medical marijuana testing rules and will use the council's recommendation when doing so. The governor and other legislative uh, leaders will also provide their input. All Arizona dispensaries will be, quiet re- will be required to test medical marijuana beginning November first, 2020. Well, and that's a good thing to, be, to require testing, but I also think that Um, No dispensary should be affiliated with the testing facility in any way, shape, or form. Amen to that. Because you can't, as a dispensary, own your own testing facility and then have your stuff tested there. I mean, come on. How lame is that? And that's that's exactly what's going to happen if this ADA dispensary initiative gets passed. Which we're going to start, we're going to finish reading, hopefully, uh, the second half of the legislative initiative that's being um, brought up uh, here soon. So, but for now, um, I think there was another short story that I wanted to share with you other than um, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, this one is, uh, oh, this is a good one. No, here's another good Illinois. Illinois kicks off legalization with the right way with pardons. That's right, folks, pardons. Wednesday was the 1st of January, and in the current era, another year almost always means another new state where recreational cannabis is legal. Again, clap for that. 2020 was Illinois' turn, and for the most part, everything went to script. Following the routine established in Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, California, and most of the other ten states that have legalized small amounts of recreational cannabis uh, for adults 21 and over, and permitted said adults to purchase legal weed in stores. More than three years after its citizens legalized, we're still waiting on Maine to open a recreational dispensary. Illinois hit all the predictable notes. Long lines of eager cannabis customers in the chilly pre-dawn, queued up outside the nearest of the state's three dozen dispensaries. And some would be purchasers taking one look and turning back around for home or for the underground market. (laughs) That's true. VIPs making the first uh, celebratory uh, and heavily documented purchase in a mild twist. Here's an actual elected official, Illinois uh, Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton, picking up some edibles at Cresco's Labs dispensary in Chicago, and then a flurry of news items totaling the first day of legal sales 77,128 purchases for a total just shy of $3.2 million worth of products. Isn't all this just great once the novelty of a first purchase has worn off? The answer is, well, maybe. It remains to be seen if sales will hit the uh, ambitious goals set by lawmakers and regulators. If roughly 36 dispensaries, most of which are concentrated in the Chicagoland area, is sufficient to quell underground market demand in a state with more than 12 million people, um, reader, it it almost certainly is not. If Illinois' equity programs will get off the ground or if one of the most capitalized cannabis markets will benefit only a select few. But what was pretty good and somewhat different from the other states that preceded Illinois was what happened the night before when 11,000 cannabis convictions were wiped from the book. That's right. 11,000 cannabis convictions wiped from the book. One of marijuana legalization's central selling points is justice, as in recognizing that decades of low-level cannabis arrested nothing but fill prisons and wreck lives and communities at great economical and social or societal cost, and that, quote, undoing, quote, all that somehow is in the interest of justice. A great flaw in other states' legalization schemes is that this justice was not automatic or guaranteed requiring district attorneys to hire coders to write cannabis crime clearing algorithms, fulfilling a campaign promise made by Governor um, J.B. Pritzker, Illinois legalized cannabis via the legislature rather than a voter initiative among Pritzker's uh, promises was that any legalization would also involve a clearing of cannabis offenders' criminal records. And, true to his words, Pritzker uh, Pritzker rang in the new year on December 31st by issuing 11,000 pardons. That's crazy. That's so awesome. Quote, we're ending the 50-year-long war on cannabis, Pritzker said in a statement as per the AP. We are restoring rights to many tens of thousands of Illinoisans. We are bringing regulation and safety to a previously unsafe and illegal market, and we are creating a new industry that puts equity at, uh, at its very core. That's just the start. According to state figures, there are more than 116,000 convictions eligible for pardons under Illinois' new law permitting possession of up to 30 grams of cannabis flower in the state. Another 34,000 people who were found guilty in a previous era of possession more than 30 grams need to be actively um, need to actively file paperwork to have their records cleared. Though, if the local district attorney office wants to clear their own books, they can. And in a troubling quirk, any cannabis crime that also involves a violent crime is not eligible for expungement. Well, that should be the case. So, there's room for improvement and much work to be done. Still, the fact that a nod to justice. Uh, Happened before any sales occurred sets Illinois apart and also sets an encouraging precedent. Maybe pardons should, be, uh, should precede profit, and everywhere legalization is considered. Lawmakers and advocates pondering why legalization worked in Illinois or at least worked long enough to become law and failed in New Jersey and New York should take heed. That's 11,000. That's crazy. That's really awesome. And sure, there's still many, many to go, but you have to look at the whole record and they were just expunging people probably that just had a stupid like, oh, I found the pipe in his car kind of crime. You know, if you that it's <laughs> well, that's that's awesome for Illinois. Um, anyway. Alrighty then. Well, uh, I was going to start reading the uh, legalization draft that we got going on here and known as be enacted the legislature of the state of Arizona. Uh, There it's called this act may be cited as the small business Liberty Act and findings and declaration of purpose. The legislature hereby finds and declares that. And I think we're going to, uh, yeah, we'll keep reading. So we're on number three, Canvas Kid. We're halfway through this this uh, pamphlet here. I think there's like 16 pages. Maybe we're, no, maybe we're a third of the way through then. Uh-huh. Never really was good at math. No, I think there's 11, so we're there. Anyway, we're going to keep reading this draft. And you guys can vote for yourself. The, you know, the best thing to do is always, uh, read these things on your own time in the quiet of your own time. Get out a sharpie or a red pen or a black pen or a purple or blue. I don't care what color pen. Get out, mark it up, and highlight the things you don't understand when you don't agree with or question because there are a lot of things that um, that are questionable in in all of these. Uh, even the even the one that's um, really really lenient. They want 18 year olds and over to be uh, able to possess cannabis, and while I understand that maybe you know somebody that young needs cannabis for medical reasons, I don't think any because at 18 you're still in high school, and I don't think it's a good idea for your high school buddies to be carrying around pounds and pounds of weed. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's a recipe for disaster, <laughs> and maybe getting kicked out of high school. Uh, so you know they're they're you know. All of these have flaws, but these last two are really kind of shocking to me. Anyway, I will read a little bit, and then we'll get to our song and keep reading again. Number three, uh, limits the rights of any resident of Arizona over 21 years of age to possess and use the product of six marijuana plants, notwithstanding the number of persons over 21 years of uh, age resident in any location. The maximum number of marijuana plants is limited to 12, regardless of the maximum occupancy allowed in the residence. So if you've got like five people, you can't have that many plants. You can have 12 altogether. Um, One, the board shall adopt regulations relating to electronic payment options for licensees. At a minimum, these regulations shall require that any person offering electronic payment options shall be registered with the United States government as a money service business and... Uh, shall hold a money transmitter license issued by the state of Arizona. The board shall adopt rules to prohibit licensees from accepting payments in a manner deceptive to card issuers, networks, or merchant providers regarding the nature of transactions, including accepting payments using inaccurate merchant category codes. Well, you know what else that we like that isn't inaccurate?
3: Like what up, I got some good pot I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friends like, damn, that's a stoned ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's of time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea Know about the science of marijuana. What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it, they need it, it helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank you, granddad, for voting for that guy. Richard Nixon is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's going to stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey, Obama. Stop being a hypocrite.
0: You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm going to smoke Special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let them know for long the people. Have-
1: Welcome back to Weekday, Wednesday, everybody. we will just uh, read some like initiatives. Cannabis Kid is driving in on the line there. Maybe uh, he'll let us know when he's. Oh, are you there, Cannabis Kid?
2: I'm still here. Yeah. I probably got about right, five more minutes.
1: Uh, he's got five more minutes. Well, we're just hanging on the line with him while he's getting to where he's going. And uh, we are still reading the uh, legislative draft of um, the proposed legalization initiative, so we will continue with that. We are at Section Five, Title Four, Chapter Chapter One, Article One is amended by adding a new Section Four One Twelve Dot O Two to read. Section 4.112.02, Marijuana Production and Sales Regulation Fund. A. The Marijuana Production and Sales Regulation Fund is established consisting of $500,000. Transferred from the fund established pursuant to Title 36, Chapter 28 2, Section 2817, the Board shall administer the fund for the purpose of this chapter. B. 180 days following the establishment of the fund, the board shall submit a plan to the Joint Legislative Budget Committee for the regulations of the production and sale of marijuana and products containing marijuana as required by the chapter. Um, 180 days? That's six months. You guys should have that plan now. Like, seriously. Any way to have a year to submit something that you're going to another happy Approve or not? Oh, my Lord. Upon the approval, see, upon the approval, they might not even do it. Uh, and they're still going to have a half a million dollars sit in their account. Uh, upon the approval of the plan, the treasurer shall transfer from the fund established, persuading to t- Title 26, Chapter 28.2, Section 28, such uh, 17, such funds as may be necessary to administer the approved plan. So, they're saying they're going to take a half million, and then if they need more, they're just going to take it. Where's <laughs> the itemized list of what you're buying, Gunball machine? The board shall de- see the board shall deposit all fees and penalties received. pursuant to section 112.01 of this article and all regulations regulated or uh, all regulations related to the regulation of marijuana and products containing marijuana into the fund. Subject to legislative appropriation, monies in the fund shall be used for the regulation of the production and sale of marijuana and products containing marijuana. All funds transferred into the fund, pursuant to subsections A or B, shall be repaid by December 21, 2025. Hmm. Section 6, Title 13, Chapter 34, Section 3405 is amended to read, 13-3405, Possession, Use, Production, Sale, or Transportation of Marijuana Classification Exceptions. A. A person shall not knowingly, 1. Possess or use marijuana, 2. Possess marijuana for sale, 3. Produce marijuana, 4 transport for sale import into the state or offer to transport for sale or import into the state sale transfer or offer to sell <laughs> or transfer marijuana b a person who violates one subsection a paragraph 1 of this section involving any amount of marijuana not possessed for sale having a weight of less than 2 pounds is guilty of a class 6 felony here we go we got felonies written in again the thing so all right. Uh, two. Subsection A, paragraph one of the section involving an amount of marijuana not possessed for sale, having a weight of less of at least two pounds but not uh, but less than four pounds, is class five felony. Subsection A. Oh, if you have a weight of four pounds or more, is guilty of class four. Subsection A, paragraph two of the section involving an amount of marijuana uh, having a weight of less than two pounds. Is guilty of class four felony. Subsection uh, five, subsection A, paragraph two of this section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of at least two pounds but not more than four pounds is guilty of class three felony. Uh, Subsection A, or six, subsection A, paragraph two of this section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of more than four pounds uh, is guilty of a class two felony um which is that doesn't make sense subsection 7 subsection 8 paragraph 3 of this section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of less than 2 pounds is guilty of class 5 felony uh 8 subsection 8 paragraph 3 uh involving any an amount of marijuana having a weight of at least 2 pounds but not more than 4 is guilty of a class 4 felony subsection 9 subsection 8 paragraph 3 of this Section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of more than four pounds is guilty of a Class Three felony. (laughs) Ten, subsection A, paragraph four of the section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of less than two pounds is guilty of Class Three felony. Eleven, subsection A, paragraph four of the section involving an amount of marijuana having a weight of two pounds or more is guilty of Class Two felony. And C. Cannabis Kid, you have an awesome day. Thank you for being with us. We love you, and we hope to see love you, too. Guys. Happy New Year. Happy New
2: Year, everybody. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. I love you guys.
1: Love you, too. Have a great day. Woohoo. All right, Cannabis Kid, everybody. Um, see, if the aggregate amount of marijuana involved in one offense or all of the offenses that are consolidated for trials equals or exceeds the, statu- uh, the statutory threshold amount a person who is sentenced persuaded to subsection B paragraph 5689 or 11 of this section is not eligible for, suspe- uh, for suspension of sentence probation pardon or release from confinement on any basis until the person has served the sentence imposed by the court the person is eligible for release pursuant to section 41-1604.07 or the sentence is commuted there you have it. Sounds like an awful lot of felonies to me, folks. Don't do the wrong thing. Do the right thing. All right, D. In addition to any other penalty prescribed by this title, the court shall order a person who is convicted of a violation of any provision of this section to pay a fine of not less than seven hundred and fifty dollars or three times the value as determined by the court. Of the marijuana involved in or giving rise to the charge, whichever is greater, and not more than the maximum authorized by Chapter 8 of this title, a judge shall not suspend any part or all of the imposition of any fine required by this subsection. E. Where are we at? All right. We are Weed Day Wednesday, folks. so just tuning in here. We're reading the le- legislative uh, legalization initiative here. E. A person who is convicted of a felony violation of any provision of this section for which probation. What um, did I read that? <laughs> okay, we're going F. If the aggregate amount of the marijuana involved in one offense or all offenses that are consolidated for trial is less than the statutory threshold amount. A person who is sentenced, persuaded to be paragraph four, seven, or 10, uh, and who is granted probation by the court shall be ordered by the court that as a condition of probation, the person uh, perform not less than 240 hours of community restitution with an agency or organization providing counseling, rehabilitation, treatment for alcohol or drug abuse, an agency or organization that provides medical treatment to persons who abuse controlled substances, an agency or, or organization that serves persons who are <clears throat> victims of crime or any other appropriate agency or organization. G. If a person who is sentenced pursuant to be paragraph 1, 2, or 3 of this section is granted prohibition for a felony violation of this section, The court shall order that, as a condition of probation, the person perform not less than 24 hours of community restitution with an agency uh, or organization providing counseling, rehabilitation, or treatment for alcohol or drug abuse, an agency or organization that provides medical treatment to persons who abuse controlled substances, an agency or organization that serves persons who are victims of crime, Or any other appropriate agency or organization. I know this is long, folks, and it's um, Ah. it is interesting. It's very important to read this stuff, even if I have to drink water between all this stuff. It's a lot to read, (laughs) but it's a lot to know. And if you don't know what you're voting for, then you you know you then you should. Okay. Uh, H. If a person is granted probation for a misdemeanor violation of the sections. The court shall order as a condition of probation that the person attend eight hours of instruction on the nature and harmful effects of narcotic drugs, marijuana, and other dangerous drugs on the human system and on the laws related to the control of these substances, or perform 24 hours of community restitution. So you can pick. You can pick eight hours of education or 24 hours of paying it back. Hmm. Okay. Um. I, this section does not apply to either one, a person who is licensed pursuant to Title 3, Chapter 2, Article 4.1, uh, and who possesses, uses, sells, produces, manufactures, or transports industrial hemp, <clears throat> as defined in Section 3-311. Uh, a person who engages in the commercial production, oh, two, um, pr- processing, manufacturing, distribution or commerce of industry hemp as defined in section 3-311 in the state outside of the agricultural pilot program established pursuant to title three chapter two article 4.1 if the person's actions are authorized under federal law j the following acts by individual who is at least 21 years of age are lawful are not offenses are are not an offense under the laws of this state or any locality, cannot constitute the basis for detention, search, or arrest, and cannot serve as the sole basis for seizure or forfeiture of assets for the imposition of penalties of any kind under the laws of the state or any locality or for abrogating or limiting any right for privilege conferred, or protected by the laws of the state or any locality. One, possessing, consuming, purchasing, processing, manufacturing by manual or mechanical means, including sieving or ice water separation, but excluding chemical extraction or chemical synthesis, or transporting one ounce or less of marijuana, except that not more than five grams of marijuana may, may be in the form of concentrate. So did you hear that, folks? Your rights will now be limited and taken away in that sense. You're going to go from two and a half ounces, according to the legislator, to one ounce, and only five grams can be concentrated. That's going to be a problem for people that are really, really sick. Um, first of all, the dispensaries charge delivery fees. Uh, so if you're having your stuff delivered every couple days instead of, every couple of weeks that's going to be a real big problem for people they're going to pay an amount of fees and it's just not right Ugh. two possessing transporting cultivating or processing not more uh, than six marijuana plants for personal use at the individual's primary residence and possessing processing and manufacturing by manual or mechanical means including or ice water separation but excluding chemical extraction or chemical synthesis, the marijuana produced by the plants on the premises where the marijuana plants were grown. Three, transferring one ounce or less of marijuana of which not more than five grams may be in the form of marijuana concentrate to an individual who is at least 21 years of age if the transfer is without remuneration and is not advertised or promoted to the public. Okay, so don't go advertising on weed maps. Four, where are we at your time? Okay. Four, transferring up to six marijuana plants to an individual who is at least 21 years of age if the transfer is with, without remuneration and is not advertised or promoted to the public. Five, acquiring, possessing, manufacturing, using, purchasing, selling, or transporting <coughs> paraphernalia relating to the cultivation, manufacture, processing, or consumption of marijuana or marijuana products. Six, assisting another individual who is at least 21 years of age in any of the acts described in this section. B, notwithstanding any other law, a person with uh, metabolites or uh, components of marijuana in the person's body is guilty of violating. (laughs) And then there's a blank line and a period. I wonder what they're going to put there. C. Notwithstanding any other law, the odor of marijuana or burnt marijuana does not constitute reasonable, articulable suspicion of crime. This subsection does not apply when a law enforcement officer is investigating whether a person has violated section again. The mysterious line. Left blank. Section 7. Seriously. This is the problem I have with these initiatives. People leave these things blank. They say, oh, we're going to tell you what the rules are later. Um, Yeah, they're going to be rules, but you just don't know them. make it up and you go. So you're going to find the thing. And you just go, oh, yeah, just changes to benefit us once again. Um, Section 7, Title 13, Chapter 7 is amended by adding a new section to read. Um, So you're going to have to go back and check what... Section 7, Title 13, Chapter 7 is, um, because it now reads uh, 13-719, Marijuana Violations Classification. A. Notwithstanding any other law, and except as otherwise provided in this chapter, a person who possesses an amount of marijuana in excess of the amount permitted... Persuayant to Section 36-2852, but not more than two and one-half ounces of marijuana, of which not more than 12 and one-half grams may be in the form of marijuana concentrate, is guilty of a petty offense. Uh, B, notwithstanding any other law, a person who is under 21 years of age and who possesses, consumes, transports, or transfers without remuneration one Ounce or less of marijuana, of which not more than five grams is in the form of marijuana concentrate or paraphernalia relating to the consumption of marijuana or marijuana products. Um, for a first violation, shall pay a civil penalty of not more than $100 and shall be ordered to attend up to four hours of drug education or counseling. Two, for a second violation, is guilty for of a petty offense and shall be ordered to attend up to eight hours of drug education or counseling three for a third or subsequent violation is guilty of a class one misdemeanor. Um, C a person who smokes marijuana in a public place or open space is guilty of a petty offense D except as otherwise provided in chapter blank of title blank, I'm not even kidding. And notwithstanding any other law, any unlicensed, person who produces marijuana plants persuade to section blank where they are visible from public view without the use of binoculars, aircraft or other optical aid or outside of an air enclosed area that is equipped with a lock or other security device that prevents access by minors is guilty of one for a first violation of petty offense. Two for a second or subsequent violation, a class, uh, a class misdemeanor. So it says E, a person who is under 21 years of age and who misrepresents the person's age to any other person by means of written instrument of identification or uses a fraudulent or false written instrument of identification with the intent to induce a person to sell or otherwise transfer marijuana or a marijuana product is guilty of, one, for a first-time violation, a petty offense, two, for a second uh, or subsequent violation, a class three misdemeanor. Maybe that's what they meant to put up uh, up top there, guys. So you can your F. A person who is under 21 years of age and who solicits solicits, uh, solicits another person to purchase marijuana or a marijuana product in violation of this chapter is, for a first violation, one guilty of a petty offense. Two for second or subsequent violation, class three misdemeanor. G. In addition to any other penalty imposed by law, except, drum roll, uh, but except those provided in this section, an entity that advertises or facilitates the sale or delivery of marijuana or marijuana products or transports marijuana or marijuana products in a manner that is not authorized by this chapter or rules adopted by the the Department of Health Services pursuant to this chapter shall pay an additional fine, of not less than twenty thousand dollars per violation. The subsection may be enforced by the attorney general. Ah. Wow guys. All right. We are almost done here. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get there. All right, section eight, title forty two, chapter three, article six, section thirty two oh one is amended to read. 42-3251 levying collection of tobacco and marijuana tax. So here's the marijuana tax information for you. A. In addition to all other taxes and in addition to the tax levied and imposed by Article 2 of this chapter, there is levied and shall be collected by the department and paid to the state treasurer in the manner provided by this chapter on all cigarettes, cigars, smoking tobacco, plug tobacco, snuff, and other, and other forms of tab- tobacco the following tax. One. On each cigarette, two cents. Two. On smoking tobacco, snuff fine-cut chewing tobacco, cut and granulated tobacco shorts and refuse a fine-cut chewing tobacco and refuse scraps, clippings, cuttings, and sweepings of tobacco, excluding tobacco powder or tobacco products used exclusively for agricultural or horticultural purposes um, and unfit for human consumption. 4.5 cents per ounce or major fraction of an ounce. 3. On all uh, Cavendish plug or twisted tobacco 1.1 cents per ounce or fractional part of an ounce. 4. On each 20 small cigars or fractional part weighing not more than 3 pounds per thousand, 8.9 cents. 5. On cigars of all descriptions except those included in paragraph 4 made of tobacco or any tobacco substitute, a, if manufactured to retail at not more than 5 cents each, at 4.4 cents um, on each three cigars. B, if manufactured to retail at more than 5 cents each, 4.4 cents on each cigar. Six, on each blank of product sold by a person licensed, pursuant to Title IV, Article I, Section 112.01, a use tax in an amount equal to blank of the total price of retail transaction inclusive of the transaction privilege tax sales to persons holding a valid registry identification card issued pursuant to Title 36, Chapter 28, Section 2804.03 are exempt from this uh, use tax Uh, Section 9, Exemption from Rulemaking. For purposes of this act, the State Liquor and Marijuana and Control Board and the Department of Liquor and Marijuana Licensing and Control are exempt from the rulemaking requirements of Title 41, 36, and 6.1. Arizona Revised Statute except that the board and the department shall consider and adopt any rules pursuant to 30 days' notice to the public during that period between notice of proposed rulemaking and a meeting to consider adopting the rule, the board, and department shall accept public comment on the rule and shall consider such comment in any meeting called to consider adopting the rule section 10 severability and this is it here we go if any provision of this act or its application to any person or circumstance is declared invalid by a court of competent jurisdiction such invalidity does not affect other provisions or applications of the act that can be given effect without the invalid provision or application. The invalidated provision shall be deemed reformed to the extent necessary to conform the applicable law and to give maximum effect to the intent of this act and to the fullest uh, extent possible. The provisions of this act including, uh, without limitation, each portion of any section of this act containing any invalidated provision that is not itself invalid shall be construed so as to give effect to the intent thereof and it says in big bold letters on every page draft and this is just a draft but draft 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 so all those blanks blanks and blanks well they'll get to them I guess eventually at some point in the world um, and we just have to wait for it and then check Well, they, they do on their own thing. You just don't get to legislate if you don't get any part of it. But you will get a part, say, in the other two initiatives out there, um, the Smart and Safe Arizona Act, which I'm not a fan of right now, going through it twice. And then there's the other uh, act um, out there, Stacey and Alex wrote, and um, I'm not sure where it is with uh, signatures. Um, but that's the initiative where they want 18 and older to be able to do anything they want with cannabis, um, and I don't think that that's going to fly in the community. Yes, yes. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. There's the show. And once again, we thank you so much for being here with us. On weed Day Wednesday. Always a great day to, to be here with you guys. Smoke some weed. Read some news. And that's exactly what you should do. Uh, Drink a lot of water and become a part of it. Get out there and get educated and read articles and come down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard and get certified, get recertified, have your paperwork processed, come get a consultation. We do house calls. We have this radio show. We'll chat with you about what's going on. I didn't get to, uh, oh, I did read you about the uh, safe problems with their uh, new electronic card. So get to the website and check it out. And like Cannabis Kids said, remember be smart, be safe, and educate. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. It's still January. I think we can say it until the end of January. I think that's <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Happy you
0: <Wednesday.
1: laughs>
3: Have a good day, Grand Island, and take the ninety. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?